Hey guys, I'm your host Enzo, and we're with, here with our co-host Lucas, and we're going to be talking about a lot today. So, <clears throat> in this first segment, our introduction, we're going to be talking about the Pogba injury. Then, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about the um, the Sunday match game. day game analysis. Besides Liverpool versus City games, then we're going to be talking about the Liverpool City game match day analysis which was a great game. Um, not as good as yesterday's game, but still pretty good. And then the what's coming, what's coming next. Um, sorry, outro. Yeah. sorry, guys, my voice is bad today. Like, <clears throat> I've been having some asthma problems recently. So if you hear me cough and stuff, then and lose my voice, and that's kind of why. All right. So... Let's talk about so the Pogba injury. So, um, I, we we're we're still we think it's going to be two to six weeks. It's yeah, it's going to be two to six weeks. Yeah, and um, it's going to take kind of a big toll on United because I'm pretty sure Pogba's their captain, right? Uh, no, actually, Harry Maguire's their captain. I think it. Okay, I think it should be Bruno, but. I'm not, I'm, I have no idea why Harry Maguire is the captain. I think a lot of United fans disagree with the decision too. Uh, he's not a good leader. I don't think. I mean, I don't. Even, I don't think he's a good defender either. Pogba. Uh, yeah. I mean, Pogba's good. I mean, okay, Pogba's inconsistent though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's a good player. He's just very inconsistent, and I don't think he necessarily has the best work rate either. But I mean, it will impact United. So. Um, he got injured towards. I'm pretty sure it was like late first half. Yeah, late yesterday. Time. Um, I feel like that impacted them a lot in the game because he was he was controlling the midfield. Um, I, he was just doing good overall, and um, he was having a great game. So I think, and then when Fred got put in, obviously you know Fred he didn't did, do that good. He didn't do that good. <clears throat> and so I think if Pogba had stayed in, I think they would have won the game. However, um, yeah, it might. I think it is a costly injury. Yeah. However, on the bright side, they do have four other center mids. They have Fred, McTominay, uh, they have Matic, and they have Donny Vandebeek, which means maybe more time for Donny Vandebeek because he was their summer signing. I think he's a very good center mid. He just hasn't been played at all. Really. Um, I think – I, I mean, Fred is a good center mid. I don't think he should – be the starting center mid. I think when Pogba's healthy, it should only be Pogba and McTominay. But obviously, Pogba got injured. So um, I think now that Pogba's injured, I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer should play Donny Van de Beek with McTominay in midfield and then have Fred and Matic as the backups. So, I mean, on the bright side, they do have a lot of backup center mids, but um, although Pogba's inconsistent, he's a very good midfielder. Yeah. Uh, he, can, he can even shoot, too, for midfielder. He can shoot very well. So, yeah. uh, I think it will negatively impact them, and it will also negatively impact their title hopes, too. So, <clears throat> yeah, also, yeah. Um, he's kind of trying to rush his injury, which I don't know if is the best thing, because he's been injured um, it's a few times thing, yeah. this season, so he kind of wants to rush so he can help United more <clears throat> to remain in that top three position. Yeah, so, I mean, last season he was <clears throat> injured. So I'm pretty sure 
Uh, he got injured like soon before COVID. He was injured throughout COVID, so I'm pretty sure. And then I think I'm pretty sure he rushed his injury, which was the main problem. When he came back, uh, I think his first few games back, he had <laughs> good games, but then after that, he had a season last season. I think mainly it's because he rushed his injury, and then he wasn't 100. percent He wasn't 100 percent healthy. So um, I think if he does rush his injury this time, I think it's not a good idea. I think he should just stay rested. And then, yeah. I mean, City have a really good chance of winning now. So I think he should just stay resting. And then, um, I mean, if he does that, then it will help them more in the long run. So I think yeah. that's the approach he should take. There, there aren't even going to be many that many good Premier League games for the big clubs that much because they're playing easier clubs now. Mostly. Yeah. So, <clears throat> do you have any more comments about this topic? Honestly, no. I think I've said what I want to say. So. All right. So, yeah. we're going to be moving on to the next segment about um, about the Sunday day match, game. day game yeah. analysis besides Liverpool and City, obviously. So, we're going to move on. I'll see you guys in the next segment. All right. Okay. So. We're back. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the um, Sunday match game. So, let me... I think your mic cut out. Oh, it did. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the Sunday match day analysis. So, um, first, we had Tottenham versus um, West Brom. And yeah. not much of a surprise. Tottenham no, I mean, yeah. beat them 2-0. There were three. Uh, Kane and Son scored. And the duo. A few... Um, yellow cards, uh, two on West Brom. Um, Lucas, no, Mora did have an assist for Sun. And overall, looking at the stats, um, let me see the stats. Um, Tottenham dominated the whole game. Tottenham had a 66% possession, while West Brom had 34 they had six shots. Tottenham had six shots on target for 13 shots. And West Brom had one shot on target for four shots. And um, Tottenham passed more and more touches. Um, West Brom did do – they did have a do um, – they played a bit aggressive on defense with 24 tackles. And they had a lot of clearances. But that doesn't really matter much. There are so, a lot of fouls too. Yeah, so, there are a lot. So, um, of a, wait, I, I can finish here with the game. So, okay, um, let me, let me I mean, oh wait, yeah. Okay, right, so not much of a surprise. West Brom is nineteenth place. I mean, and Tottenham is eighth. So, not really surprised about the game. So, you have something that you want to say about the game? Yeah. So, I mean, although Tottenham are in bad form. I think beating West Brom is for sure a standard. I think um, even though they're in bad form, it's not a surprise whatsoever. I mean, uh, Kane and Son played well. Personally, though, I think um, I think we did talk about this recently. I think Mourinho should play Gareth Bale more because yeah, sure. in the few in the few games Bale has played, he's actually done pretty well. And I mean, I mean, not only that, they're paying him five hundred k a week, so they have to get use out of him for five. You can't just pay 500k a week for someone and just put them on the bench. Exactly. So I think they should <laughs> play Bale a lot more. I think 
this is a game where I think they should have played Bill. I mean, they won the game. I mean, obviously, it's West Brom. They're going to get relegated. West Brom is but the worst I think, team playing him. Whatever. Yeah, so no, really I think – Yeah, no, I think they should have played Bill this game. It would have been a great opportunity. You know, he, I mean, he could have, like, proved himself. Uh, I'm not even sure why they played Lamella. I think they should have played Bale instead, so that Bale could, could could kind of like prove himself. Um, <coughs> so Marino can see like how he plays with Son, Kane, Lucas Mora. Um, I mean, he's already played six games, but I don't think that's enough. I think this would have been a good game to play Gareth yeah. Bale. So, so yeah, the next game <clears throat> we have to talk about is uh, Wolverhampton versus Leicester City. So. Um, I'm kind of surprised Leicester City didn't score at all. Um, they let me check the stats. Okay, both um, teams had 13 shots. They had. They had three on target though. Yeah, and um, Leicester had a 56% possession with um, uh, Wolves or whatever. How do you pronounce it? Always. So, uh, wolves. Just say Wolves. Wolves have. A 44% possession, and Leicester City did have more shots on target, more touches and passes, um, same amount of tackles, but um, Wolves did have eight clearances. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, and previously in the season, back in November, Leicester did beat them 1-0, but a bit of a surprise coming from a team that is currently third place, correct? Oh, yeah, third. Yeah, third place. And a three points clear of Liverpool, too. Team who was 14th place. So, <clears throat> pretty big surprise coming from Leicester. And yeah, and then. Any so, surprise in their lineup? What? Any surprises in their lineup? Uh, let me check. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Oh, um, I think the main reason why Leicester didn't score is because they didn't have Vardy. It, I mean, no, well, I mean, I mean, he played, but he was subbed on later. He wasn't starting. So, uh, yeah. So, I think that's yeah. the main reason why. And then, I mean, Wolves haven't been that good this season at all. Uh, they're bottom half team. They're on 14th. I think their coach is great. I think Nuno's a great coach. Um, I think a huge part of the reason is because I don't think Adama Traore has been the best. Last season, he was amazing. But this season, um, I don't know. He's been pretty inconsistent. He hasn't really scored at all. So I think this isn't necessarily a dominant season. So I think that's part of why Wolves aren't doing so good. And I don't know. Yeah. And then, no. Then last and, and then last season, Wolves almost got a Europa League spot <clears> too. So uh, I don't think this season's their season at all. Leicester are doing great actually. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is a great coach. Vardy's been doing good. Overall, they've been doing great as a team. So uh, Leicester are a good team. So I mean, I. I'm honestly kind of surprised that Leicester didn't win. I mean, they didn't play Vardy, yeah. obviously, but, like, I think if he did start from the beginning, they probably would have won, like, 1-0 or 2-0 maybe. I'm not quite sure, so. I'm surprised um, Leicester lost as well. And, <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of a good thing. Well, actually, I don't know, because. Well, I mean, I, City actually... are seven points clear. I mean, Leicester could still catch up. We, we don't know, but. Um, so could United. Yeah. I, Liverpool will be kind of hard. Um, no, I mean, I don't like... think – I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if United is actually capable of it. Their defense is bad. I don't think they're going to yeah. win the league with that defense. So, I mean, I think I think United will get top four for sure. I think United will qualify for the Champions League. But 
they won't win the league, that's for sure. <laughs> they don't have what it takes. Yeah, and Lester did get three yellows. Um, Johnny Evans, I don't know how to pronounce that one, and James Madison. And <clears throat> Wolves did get one yellow card. So, not much. I'm probably not an interesting game. I mean, the only game I watched was the Liverpool City game because, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it was really the only good game on today. But now let's talk about the Chelsea. Sheffield Chelsea. Um, Sheffield United. So, <clears throat> I'm happy Chelsea won because Chelsea is my second favorite Premier League team. I like them because – they're, they have my favorite yeah. coach, Thomas Tuchel. They have um, Thiago Silva as center back. And they have Pulisic. Um, anyone else that I really like? Um, uh, I don't know. All right. So, no one um, really else, but. <clears throat> yeah. So both teams play with the same formation. I mean, not really, but they play with a very similar formation. Um, so this is actually the first time. So I'm pretty sure Thomas Tuchel has been charged for three. No, this is his fourth game, maybe fifth. I'm not sure, but so this is the first time they've actually conceded a goal. It was the own goal by Rudiger. So I mean, I don't really count that necessarily, but I mean, for five games conceding one goal, I think that's really good. Or four, I'm not quite sure how many games he's been charged for. But um, yeah. so Jorginho scored. Uh, Jorginho has been playing very well the last few games. Um, I think him and Kovacic have proven that they're a good duo. Um, and then Mason Mount scored. And, and um, I think the main reason why some people were kind of like skeptical of, tu- of Tuchel in the first place was because Frank Lampard got the best out of Mason Mount. But they didn't think that he'd do that with Mason Mount. But he's actually <clears> done that so far. Mason Mount has been playing well under Tuchel. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, also looking at the stats. Chelsea completely dominated with a 69% possession and Sheffield United only having a 31. And they both had the same shots on target with uh, Chelsea having one extra shot, so a one-to-three ratio. And they just dominated in possession, more touches, more passes, um, almost double the amount of touches and um, more than double the amount of passes. And um, Sheffield had more tackles and <clears throat> Chelsea looking at it had more chances with eight corners and they had the same offsides and earlier in the season Chelsea uh dominated them with a four to one game on uh, November 7th and <clears throat> um Mason scored for Chelsea and Jorginho scored a penalty for Chelsea, and that's <clears throat> pretty much... Oh, um, I have one more thing to say. Yeah. So, um, Sheffield got off to horrible starts of the season. They were actually winless up until January. Oh, they beat wow. Newcastle. So, um, they've won three games like so far. That. They've beat Newcastle. I think they're still in last, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. So, they've beat Newcastle. They've beat Manchester United, which I think... Oh, no, they're also kind of. Yeah, so they beat so they beat United, um, which made a lot of United fans mad. They did. The reason why United? Yeah, they did beat United one zero. <clears throat> so um, then no, but then I'm pretty sure Sheffield won another game. I forget who they beat, but so they've won three games recently. So and then actually they didn't even play that bad against Chelsea, and Chelsea have been reformed since Tuchel arrived. So I think 
if Sheffield actually keep up this form, then they could avoid relegation and then Chris Wilder could he could avoid the sack maybe. So um, I think if Sheffield continued to play like this, I think they could actually avoid relegation, which sounds kind of crazy <laughs> considering how bad they were playing at the beginning. Yeah, so they beat – let me see. <clears throat> they beat uh, whatever the West – whatever. Um, West Brom? Uh, West Brom, yeah. They we, they beat West Brom. They um, – oh, uh, yeah, they beat Man U to the one. And then beat Newcastle. Yeah. So, so yeah. Now we're moving on to the next segment, <clears throat> talking about the amazing game between City. Manchester City and sure. Liverpool. So, Lucas is going to be um, introducing you guys first. He's going to be telling his opinions, and then I'll tell you guys mine. So let's move on to the yep. next segment. All right, we're back. So we have a lot to talk about. All right, so, so um, sure, wait, wait. Start. I, no, um, yeah, you can start, but let me just um, so right. I'm we both have a lot of talk about, I have a lot of opinions, I want to get that out there, um, a lot of thoughts I want to say, and I'm sure you do too. How some of yeah. the performance of some of the players and just the team performance in general, and yeah, and so you can share your thoughts on what you think. All right, so um, I think City dominated this game without a doubt. So uh, first, I'll just be talking about like the players individually, except for so first. Yeah, so first, uh, Joao Cancelo played at right back instead of Kyle Walker because Walker is out. Um, I think he did the job. <laughs> I didn't really see much from him, but I mean, he did fine overall. And then John Stones, uh, he had a pretty good game. He's been in form recently. He's been in great form actually. Him and Diaz are so since Virgil and Gomez are injured for the season. I think they're the best center-back duo in the league at the moment. So, I mean, Diaz had a bad game, but in general, he's been really good this season. And then I think Sincheco, I think he's a very average left-back, but he did an amazing game. And I think he's also their second-choice left-back. I think Mendy is their first choice. So, uh, for a second-choice left-back and a pretty average left-back in the Premier League, uh, Sincheco had a great game, actually. Um, I think he is also the best Ukrainian player. So, um, and then in midfield, uh, Bernardo Silva, I think he did well. I think he did well during this game. Um, wait, and wait. Then, I, just, yeah. I, wait, 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 wait. Oh, never mind. It said under the, um, who scored, it said Jesus scored. So I was like, oh, okay. So, um, and then uh, I think a lot of people were talking about Phil Foden's performance. I think Phil Foden did have a great performance. He did amazing. Uh, even Puyol tweeted out that he did good. I think Foden did have a great game. But I think for me, the man of the match was actually Gundogan. Yeah, he, he did and actually. So, um, I mean, he missed match. a penalty. He missed a penalty in the first half. Um, but he did redeem himself in the second with two goals. One of them was because of Allison mistake, obviously. I'll, I mean, I'll talk about Allison later. But um, he did have two goals, and he's he's actually the top scorer in the Premier League, and he's a, and he's a central midfielder. So I think Gunnar is having a great season. I think he'll get a call up to the German national team for the Euro twenty twenty one. So I think he'll be playing for Germany again uh, in the Euros. So that's a plus for Gunnar And then so this game, their starting front three was Sterling, Foden, and Mares. <clears throat> I think they played amazing. Mares did good. Sterling had a goal. Foden had an amazing game. 
Uh, Jesus came on later in the game. He did good. He got an assist. But I think one thing I've noticed about City is that they're actually a very deep team now. And I think in the past, I think especially last season, they weren't a complete team at all. But I think this season they've kind of like learned to <laughs> not rely on players like Aguero or De Bruyne. Yeah. Which which I think is part of the especially reason why they won this game. Because Aguero hasn't done much for City recently, which is why he's I He's been think, injured, but like... Yeah, I know, yeah. but I think he should be they should sell him and replace him with they could potentially replace him with Messi well yeah so um I think Aguero without a doubt I think Aguero is definitely a top three player in City's history I mean they don't have a huge history but he's a top three player in their history uh he scored the most iconic goal in their history too against QPR back in 2013 or 14 I remember it was no it was 2013 so um I mean, yeah, but at the moment, I don't think they even need him that much. And then Foden can even play striker, he can play center forward. Um, so that's pretty good. I think I think Pep will be rotating. I think he'll be rotating Jesus and Foden a lot as strikers. So I think overall a great game from City, except for Ruben Diaz. Uh, but for the most part, City had an amazing game. And then for Liverpool, I think their front three, I think – I mean, Salah had a goal. He did all right. He was flopping a lot. Uh, however – However, Firmino, I didn't, I barely even saw Firmino touch the ball. I think Firmino has had a very inconsistent season I and he had a bad game this game. Exactly. And then Mane, he did I mean he did good in the first half. In the second half, he sold it all right. So I think overall Mane had an okay performance. Um then in midfield, I mean City dominated the midfield. Yeah. Um without a doubt. Tiago <laughs> had a bad game, I think. Wijnaldum did okay in the beginning, but he kind of slowed down later. And then Curtis Jones, he did okay defensively. He came back on defense a lot. He did okay. Then I thought Henderson, I it was a quiet game for Henderson. I didn't see much from him. Same with Andrew Robertson. I think Andrew Robertson is very quiet during the game. Uh, I didn't see much from him. Then Fabinho. Uh, Fabinho gave away a penalty, got a yellow card. Overall, I think it was very sloppy defending from Fabinho. I think Fabinho had a bad game. And, I mean, for, for a CDM filling in at center back, he's not a – Bad replacement center back, but I think he had a very bad game this game. But however, Trent Alexander Arnold, I think he did great. Every Liverpool player, he did the best. He had a great game, despite him not doing so good <clears> in previous <throat> games. He had a great game. And then Allison, I'd okay, I'd give Allison's performance today a two out of ten. I'd say, no, no, this no. is I'd say, I'd when, say in the beginning, <clears throat> in the first half, he did fine. In the first half, he did fine. So I'd give him like a four or five, like a four. Okay, but he, okay, he gave away two goals at the end. Um, I don't know what happened. So this was kind of similar to Carius's performance in Kiev yeah, against Real Madrid. Um, yeah. However, I think the main reason behind Carius's mistakes were because he got elbowed at the beginning by Ramos. Uh, I don't think that was the case with Allison, <laughs> but very bad performance oh. by Allison. Um, this also kind of reminds me of Adrian, Adrian against Atleti yeah, and, and against Villa yeah, too. Very bad performance by Allison. Um, I mean, he just came back from being ill. So, I mean, that might be part of the reason. I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't really necessarily know the reason why he played that bad, but he had a horrible game, and hopefully he'll, hopefully he'll bounce back. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm mean, i a City fan. I don't really want him to bounce back. But, I mean, just I guess for his sake, I hope he bounces back. I don't want his career to turn out like Karius's or Adrian's, so – but, I mean, he's, he's still a world-class keeper. He's definitely one of the best keepers in the world, without a doubt. 
But I think this game was a game to forget for Allison. So yeah, yeah. Is that all you have to say? Um, I think one more thing I have to say is if Allison does keep up these performances, these very poor performances, I think for Liverpool's sake and for Jurgen's sake, I think they should play Kelleher more often. I know he's like a fairly new keeper, but he's actually he actually hasn't been that bad as a filling <clears throat> keeper. So I think they should play Kelleher more often if Allison starts playing bad. Then if Allison really starts to decline, if he really starts to decline in the future, and then just puts a bad performance after bad performance and point where he's not world class anymore. I think they should go out and buy a new goalkeeper if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, but, they've been struggling with goalkeepers. No, but in I think they should give him more chances, but yeah. So it's off the same page. So now what I have to say. So it was a great game overall. City had an amazing performance. First, I'm going to talk about the stats. <clears throat> so in the first half, it was a really even game, I'd say. In the end, <clears throat> Liverpool did uh, dominate more in in the end. Um, overall, City did have more possession in the beginning. <clears throat> but overall, the whole game, um, Liverpool had a 56% possession. And City with a 44. Uh, Liverpool just made a lot of mistakes. And... Uh, City had five shots on target for eight shots, and uh, Liverpool had three shots on target for eight shots. So City just had a better shooting overall. And um, similar touches and passing with City having a couple more tackles and a lot, actually a lot more clearances with, uh, I think, uh, Zincheco having probably uh, an amazing game for those clearances. Um, so, <clears throat> um, Liverpool did get a couple cards. Thiago got one in the beginning, which I think could have led to why he got subbed out because he did have a good, decent game. It was and, a pretty dirty foul, too. <clears throat> yeah, and Fabinho had a yellow card. And Ruben Diaz, who had a bad game, got yellow card. So, first, I'm going to be talking about the City lineup. So, Ederson, <clears throat> he was definitely, without a doubt, goal of the match. He had some really good sure. saves, was just really good in general. <clears throat> and he's just been doing well in general. So, with the defense, Ruben Diaz was pretty pretty bad. He didn't contribute anything. He more contributed negatively with his yellow card. And uh, he was just bad in general. I didn't like his performance. Didn't see much from Stones or I don't know about you, but I didn't see much from Cancelo. Zincheco had a great game. He's a pretty average player, but he kind of him doing really well kind of made me um, <clears throat> like him a lot more. So he had a ton of clearances he was really good on defense and helped with the offense. With the offense, um, um, he had a lot of crosses and <clears throat> good passes overall. Defense had a decent performance from City, and their midfield was was pretty good. I mostly noticed Gundogan, who was the man of match with his two goals, even yeah, though sure. <clears throat> he had 
a terrible penalty, which I honestly think they could have made because I'm decent. I would have at least shot. I don't know if I would have made it, but I would have shot on target because penalties do have a 75% chance success rate. So I don't know how he didn't even get on target <clears throat> and didn't notice t- too much from Rodrigo, but I noticed a good amount of effort from Bernardo Silva and um, I think <clears throat> sorry about my yeah sorry about my voice it's like kind of messed up so and then <clears throat> the front three we had Sterling who had a nice goal towards the end he had he has kind of a weird uh, he has a weird way of playing weird role <clears throat> yeah so Zinchenko also provide provided a lot of the playmaking with some crosses here and there and Sterling did have kind of a weird play style. Uh, he dribbles kind of weird. He plays kind of slow, slowish. But overall, he had a good game. <clears throat> and one mistake City did have was not starting. Jesus, I really don't know why they didn't. I, mean, but, I think they did well without him. It's just uh, like... <clears throat> Yeah, but I still think um, he would have done really well. Didn't notice much from uh, Mares. But I did notice Marcin, a lot. I think from Foden, <clears throat> he was having the best players for City were Gundogan, um, uh, Foden. Sterling, Foden, and Zincheco. If I'm gonna be honest, um, yeah, DS did uh, disappoint. Yeah, I'm a little confused why they didn't start Jesus, and <clears throat> that's mostly what I have to say for the City lineup in their performance and now Liverpool I want to start with their forwards so they have three really good forwards I kind of was scared a bit because I was kind of scared that their front three was gonna have a big impact on the game but they did terrible uh, can I can I end on real quick yeah okay so um at the start of January actually so that front three they had a dry spell for quite a bit I'm pretty sure they went three games without scoring, and then they kind of, like, came back in form. In the past few games, they've been very quiet. So, they've been a very inconsistent front three recently, so. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I for me, pretty, pretty inconsistent. I mean, he's had six goals in total with 53 shots, so he's definitely not a good shooter. Um, and he has a few assists, but nothing too special about him. I think I didn't really even notice him much at all. Um, and then <clears throat> Mane, I think he was the best of the front three. He had a good, sure. he had a good first half. I think he had a few shots this game overall, and <clears throat> he performed well. Didn't do as well in the second half, but and then Salah scored a penalty, but. That didn't really help his performance because penalties are a 75% chance success rate. So it's not like it's an accomplishment for scoring because it is easy to score for those kind of players. And he was flopping quite a lot. And he didn't have the best performance at all either considering he's done well this season. So <clears throat> a bit disappointed in the front three, which I expected a lion. So then <clears throat> then their um 
they're midfielders. So, um, original dumb didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't notice much from him. Thiago had a good game. <clears throat> uh, one of the reasons I think he had one of the best him and Trent Alexander Arnold um, had great games, <clears throat> and Mane had a decent, had a good game, I guess. And I think Thiago played well. Um, if he didn't get that yellow card, I don't think he would have been subbed out because he was doing uh, pretty well. And Curtis Jones. Um, I, think Curtis well, a, I think Curtis Jones did well on, like, defense. He did right? well. He had a couple opportunities. I mean, he, he, he came back on defense a lot. I think he did yeah, pretty he, good. He had a couple opportunities. So, then our defense. So, Javier did not have a good game. No. He got a yellow. And nothing special from him. Henderson, what did you think? Because I'm not I mean, sure. Honestly, I didn't even see much from Henderson. At all. Yeah, he was same. back on defense, but I don't think he gave much effort. How about uh, Robertson? I don't. No, I, I didn't pay attention. Robertson either. I don't think Robertson. <laughs> yeah, and he got subbed out of the game. Yeah. So really, our only good defensive player that was playing was right. Alexander Arnold. He <clears throat> had a couple good shot opportunities. Um, some good offensive play as well as well as defensive play. <clears throat> and overall, he was the man of the match for Liverpool. And <clears throat> then we have. Um, not that arguably, arguably the worst player of the game. Um, uh, Allison, worst. not the worst, but like, oh, like, no, for like how good he is. Like if you were compare oh, to like that. someone like, if you were compare, like, let's say, let's say, um, Zincheco, who is an average player to, well, an average player to Allison's performance, he did play. He was definitely one of the worst players in the match, considering how good he's. <clears throat> I don't think, about their opinion, I don't think Jurgen should have started him. I don't think, I think he should have gotten a bit more practice before, considering he's been injured a decent amount recently and he was sick. So I think if they waited a bit longer to let him recover, uh, like at least a game, <clears throat> He would have done better. And three, I know you said two of his goals were his fault, but I think three of them were. So two of them had the goal kick, the goal kicks. Like you said, what Adrian had. But one of them, he had a decent save, but he hit the ball to, um, I'm pretty sure he pushed the ball to Gundogan, Gundogan, and which gave Gundogan an easy goal. So I think <clears throat> he had a terrible performance overall. And oh, there's one thing I want to add on. So, I mean, yeah. okay. I mean, like you said, I don't think it was a good idea to start Allison. But, I mean, I can sort of see your guns thinking. I think if you have a world-class keeper available to play, and then if you're playing, if you're playing an important game against City, and then he's been good for most of the season when he's been playing – um, I can see why he started him. I don't think he should have. But, I mean, it kind of makes sense if you have a world-class keeper available and you're playing City. I mean, you want to win. And if you're having, like, defensive problems, like if you don't know Van Dyke or Gomez, you have to have, like, a good goalkeeper to kind of, like, compensate for that. So I can see the reason why he played Allison, but I don't think it was the best idea necessarily. 
Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of happy. I'm happy of the results of the game. It'll help City stay blue. And you mean Manchester? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Manchester. I mean, yeah, Manchester stay blue. And, yeah, I, I overall uh, like the performance of City. Uh, was really, like, disappointed in Liverpool. Not that I liked them, but I thought uh, they would be much better in overall. So, moving – any more – do you have any more comments? Uh, one more thing. Uh, I think Wijnaldum had a very average game, like I said. But I think – I don't know. I don't even know why he's been starting Wijnaldum a lot. I think he should be playing Nabi Keita instead because, <laughs> I mean, I think there's been a lot of, like, transfer rumors about Wijnaldum going to Barcelona, and I think he really wants that transfer. I don't think he wants to be at Liverpool. And I think it's almost – I think it's almost a sure thing that he wants to leave Liverpool or that he's going to leave Liverpool in the summer. Um, I mean, we'll talk about that when the transfer window is open. We're going to be talking about, like, transfers and stuff. But I think he will join Barcelona. I think he will leave Liverpool. And I think at the moment, he's not giving it his all. Uh, I think his head is in Barcelona. And I think Jurgen should be starting Nabi Keita instead of Wijnaldum from now on. So, yeah. that's the last thing I wanted to add. So, overall, I really like this game. Um, <clears throat> I honestly think um, Zinchenko played really well. He's kind of one of my favorite City players now because of his amazing performance um, and how he helped to offense. So after analyzing this game, now we're going to move on to the next segment, which is going to be um, what's coming next. I, pretty, I personally like this segment. I think we should put this in one of our podcasts every um, week. <clears throat> every week. So yeah, we're currently recording this on Sunday, and this is going to be released <clears throat> on Monday. And we're going to be talking about what is coming next and the outro. So we're moving on to the next segment. And see you guys in the next segment. All right, we are back. Had a bit of a connection issue. So yeah, we're going to be talking about what's coming next and our outro. So <clears throat> we kind of plan on – having this what's coming next segment at least once a week and one of the podcasts, one of the three podcasts we plan on releasing every week. <clears throat> so we are kind of debating on how we're going to plan the World Cup thing. So like we said before uh, before in the uh, what's coming next segment, that the, the episode that we released on Saturday, we are kind of planning on uh, doing the World Cup thing, <clears throat> but we're sort of debating – uh, how we're going to do it. So what I kind of want to do is still make two teams a week each maybe and and get to 32 teams uh, by mid-March and, and then we can start deciding the groups and make a couple episodes here and there <clears throat> on uh, the groups and then once we do that, we could we'll do some Copa America and Euro League. But <clears throat> we're still not sure if we are gonna do um if we're gonna are we gonna predict the teams in the Copa America or are we just gonna predict how it's gonna go? Well, okay, so what I thought, so I think we're gonna be doing different things with the Euros and the Copa America. So I think for the Copa America I think we're just predicting like the groups and like kind of like making like a bracket, and I mean, I mean, but yeah, I we can look at the squads. Well, wait, what? Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I mean so we don't. We, we're not really going to be. We're not really going to be predicting those squads because so yeah. the rosters for the Cup America are going to be released very soon. Because I mean, it is the summer, so the yeah. rosters are going to be released soon. Same with the Euros, and for the Euros, I don't know about the Cup America, but for the Euros, the groups are already decided. So we can easily make a prediction video on that, and then the rosters are going to be decided soon too in a couple of months. So, um, but for the Euros, we we might do like predictions, and then. Um, for like the bigger games in the Euros, where like bigger teams play each other, um, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna be doing like match analysis type stuff, yeah. like like what we do yeah. now, with, like Premier League games. So um, that's what we're gonna be doing during those tournaments. So yeah, yeah, and in between all that, we'll be doing <clears throat> um, the transfer news and probably late summer if we still make these podcasts, we will be probably. Um, <clears throat> doing the group stage for the World Cup and then probably by the end of um, probably during fall, we could be doing um, after the group stage, the single elimination rounds and, and pretty much finish the World Cup by the end of the year. And what else do we really have planned? Um, so, I think that's pretty much it, and then, I mean, since this is, like, a soccer podcast, there's one thing that I want to add on. I mean, we don't, we don't really talk about the La Liga much, but just a quick update, Barca beat Real Batiste, and they're now in second place in front of Real Madrid, so... That's embarrassing for Real. I to add that real quick. So, yeah, Barca are in second right now. Just a quick update. So, I, I enjoyed this episode. It was... Some good segments. Yeah, that was a good one. So, um, before we end this um, episode, if you guys have friends who like watching the Premier League, Champions League, and soccer in general, or football, um, uh, if you wouldn't mind sharing this podcast with them just so we can grow and <clears throat> it'll help us out a lot. And if you guys like us, Soccer memes, um, then you can check out our TikTok or Instagram pages. We post soccer memes daily and um, soccer content in general. So <clears throat> thank you guys for listening to, uh, to this podcast. And we are going to be posting another <clears throat> podcast, another episode on Thursday talking about um, <clears throat> the – uh, Saturday and Sunday and Monday game all together. So it will be probably another 40 to 50 potential minutes game and any other news we have. So <clears throat> stay tuned to that. And any comment, anything you want to add on before we end? No, just, I mean, stay tuned for what we have planned in the future. Uh, we have a lot of stuff planned. If we're going to be still making podcasts by then, most likely we are. So just um, stay tuned for that. Um and then make sure to share with your friends who like soccer and then and message us any ideas podcasts. you have. Yeah. It could either There's be on Instagram or, yeah. or uh Anchor. So you can comment you'll on be our like, TikToks too. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy um this episode and we will see you guys on Thursday. So thank you and bye. See you.